Grit. Grit. Just the word gets me going. The concept of it, why we need it, and the difference it makes even prompted me to take up a paintbrush and capture what it might look like on canvas. Do you know anyone who possesses grit? This guy does. Listen, the only thing that is distinctly different about me is I'm not afraid to die on a treadmill. I will not be outworked, period. You might have more talent than me. You might be smarter than me. You might be sexier than me. You might be all of those things. You got it on me in nine categories. But if we get on the treadmill together, there are two things. You're getting off first, or I'm going to die. It's really that simple. Would you get off the treadmill first? I just spoke of seasons in our lives, as did Solomon in Ecclesiastes 3. Fact is, we all need grit in order to make our dreams come true. We need grit to dig deep, bear down, and persevere in storms. We need grit to be who we are meant to be in this great life. I just read through Angela Duckworth's book by the same name, and I highly recommend you get a copy of Grit and devour it for yourself. It is such great application for the Christ follower who wants to live on purpose. What would a gritty Christian look like? He or she would converse with God daily, feast on His truth daily, exercise seven, yep, daily, consume food as fuel, get quality sleep, create, gather with others, play, never quit, mentor someone, grow. To me, those are the elements of grit. Wanting to start a grit group in some fashion to spur each other on in life. Thinking about how to do that. Got any ideas for an international think space forum? Hit reply. You know who was really gritty? Paul. My guy. I really relate to him. Once Paul was convinced that Jesus Christ was his Messiah and that he should proclaim that truth to others, he regularly found himself in seasons of stress, strain, physical pain, and imprisonment too. Don't know about you, but I'm often battered by those first three, but so far not the last, thankfully. Paul writes, Our work as God's servants gets validated, or not, in the details. People are watching us as we stay at our post, alertly, unswervingly, in hard times, tough times, bad times, when we're beaten up, jailed, and mobbed, working hard, working late, working without eating, with pure heart, clear head, steady hand, in gentleness, holiness, and honest love. When we're telling the truth, and when God's showing His power, when we're doing our best setting things right, when we're praised, and when we're blamed, slandered, and honored, 
true to our word, though distrusted, ignored by the world, but recognized by God, terrifically alive, though rumored to be dead, beaten within an inch of our lives, but refusing to die, immersed in tears, yet always filled with deep joy, living on handouts, yet enriching many, having nothing, having it all. Dear, dear Corinthians, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide-open, spacious life. We didn't fence you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives aren't small, but you're living them in a small way. I'm speaking as plainly as I can and with great affection. Open up your lives. Live openly and expansively. 2 Corinthians 6, 3-13 And yes, that was the message. Two lines scream from those verses at me. They call my name. One, people are watching us as we stay at our post, alertly, unswervingly. That's called perseverance. And open up our lives, live openly and expansively. Wow, that's so motivating to me. Sign me up, Paul. I want to be gritty, to stay at my post, no matter what. I want to live expansively out of God's glorious storehouses. What say you? Ready for some grit? <laughs>